This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Hello, our dear listener. I welcome you to our maiden edition in His Image. Today, the topic that we are going to discuss is single man preparing for marriage. I have my able panelists here. I'll go to them to introduce themselves. And I'll start from you. My name is Kwabena Usuasante, a family physician. I'm Benjamin Ajenimboatin, urban planner. Asamu Alexander, a finance by training. I'm your host, Kofi Asante. I welcome you, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you. you. Today, the topic that we are going to discuss, as I said, a single man preparing for marriage. By first, we will tackle the meaning of marriage. Because in our setting, we have come to accept this norm that when a man is living with a woman and they have children, it is deemed that they are married. But from biblical point of view, what is indeed marriage? And as I'll start from you. Thank you very much, Brother Asante. Uh, marriage, if you want to take it from the Bebeka Foundation, then marriage simply means, I want to take it on twofold. From the general perspective, then I'll come to the Bebeka Foundation part of it. From the general perspective, it's a contractual agreement between two parties, purely male and female, who are matured, who are matured. That word is very important. But if you look at it from the biblical perspective, marriage, I define it per the Bible as a relationship that Christ established between a marriage a man and a woman. That is how I define marriage in the biblical perspective. A relationship that Christ established between a man and a woman. Can can we therefore say marriage is the union between man and woman under the principles and guidance of Christ? Okay. So with what you just said, on biblical perspective, Yes. What entails marriage? Yeah, so um, we need to go back to the the the, the principle of first mentioned, <laughs> where it was first mentioned in the Bible. When God created Adam, God said it is not good for man to be alone. I will create for man, Adam, a helpmate okay. or a helper. So God created Eve for Adam. And the moment Adam saw Eve, the Bible records that Adam said, this is truly um, bone of my bones, and she will be called woman. So Adam named Eve, um, Adam gave Eve her name. Then that same uh, uh, day, God celebrated the first union uh, between man and woman, between Adam and and Eve. So, um, uh, number one, it is uh, if it's biblical, if marriage that is biblical is heterogeneous. It's man and woman. It's not uh, ma- Adam and Steve. It is supposed to be man and woman. It's supposed to be one man, one woman, 
um, 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 not one man, three women. Okay. You know. So, so in the Garden of Eden, we have the biblical example, the setting of how marriage is supposed to be. Uh, and I think I think um, um, God did so well to inscribe in the scriptures. Otherwise, it would have been difficult to argue um, the case where somewhere in the Bible when um, um, David went in for Bathsheba, God said, if it wasn't enough, I've given you your master's wives, <laughs> your master's concubines. If it were not enough, I would have given you such and such. Meaning God would have given us more. So the African man now is arguing that, oh, God is not even against polygamy. Uh, it's not against that, but in the Garden of Eden, that the, the first place that it happened, it was one woman, one man. Thank you, Elder. Then, Elder, I will come to you. Do we need to have some traditions or traditional rites performed before a marriage can be sealed? Right. So, I think as Elder said, um, in the first marriage, there was an officiant, <laughs> God Himself. Okay joining his son and his daughter together in marriage. And wherever this principle is not followed, the person or couple cannot have the fullness of the experience God expected them to have. Because a godly marriage is a three-sided figure. Okay. God, the man, and the woman. Okay. Now, in the, over the course of time, Especially when languages separated at the Tower of Babel and people went into different language groups and culture groups. Okay. The method of undertaking that ceremony underwent some changes based on which language or culture or people group was involved. But the three elements have always been there. Okay. God, the couple, and witnesses. God, the couple, and witnesses. So in in our era, who represents God? In our era, if it is a Christian marriage, yeah. God is brought into the picture. Okay. Prayers are said, vows are said, with God as witness. Of course, God now works through human agencies, maybe elders, pastors, maybe counselors, but the aspect of God cannot be taken out. Yeah. The aspect of witnesses also cannot be taken out. And that is why the families need to be involved at some level. Okay. Thank you, Elder. Elder, I'll come. Yeah, quickly. The, the reason why you need all these three to be there yeah. is that uh, if it's not a hidden thing, mm -hmm. there ought to be a public affirmation. People should know that this day does that day, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so were. Yes, otherwise we go in a secret somewhere and say we have we are married. married. No, that is not married. So, so you cannot. A young man cannot meet a young lady okay. and consummate their marriage somewhere and say they are married. No. But elsewhere, it can be done. Uh, elsewhere, even there, you need witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you go to the court, court the court to register your marriage, you need witnesses. Okay. Yes, and you need um, um, maybe an ad a secretary or an mm -hmm. administrator to administer uh, whatever oath that you people, you know. So. So it's, 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 it's a broad principle everywhere. Yeah. Okay, then the following question to you, Elder Jenny. Mm -hmm. Why marriage should be considered? Uh, you see, in our setting, our bachelors, some have this mentality. I'm getting married to raise children. I'm getting married for the sake of security. I'm getting married to gain respect in the society that I live. In your own opinion, 
why should we consider marriage? Yeah, so I, I remember when I was 30-something, uh, I think 30 years old, my father called me and asked me, when are you getting married? <laughs> he wasn't around, so he called me and I said, hey, <laughs> you haven't asked this question before, so where are you coming with this question? So, um, yet when you get to a certain age, society wants you to get to that stage. Okay. Because it is a stage in life. After your birth, you go to school, you, you reach that stage that they feel that you are secured, you are working, you are matured, and you can take care of someone else. Now, any anyone who want, who is contemplating marriage and has come to me, and I've asked them, why do you want to get married? Age is not only a factor. That because you are around this age, you you are ripe to marry. No, you need to consider the reason. Otherwise, you make a mistake. So I believe that in the Garden of Eden, God created Eve as a companion to Adam as a helpmate. So in marriage, we help ourselves to make it to heaven. So that the original intent of God for us humans will be manifested. So we marry based on help. Uh, we yes, we are helpmates, but we are helping ourselves ultimately to get to heaven. You you understand? Our procreation is there, the companionship is there, but ultimately, as 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 a Christian, I believe that I need to help my wife make it. My wife believes that she needs to help me make it to heaven. Ada, let me come to you. Why do we need to consider marriage? I think that Ada. Asan Ejeni um, Boateng has has made justice to it. Okay. See, when you read the account in Genesis very well, yeah. Adam did not thought of having any helpmate. Okay. But the creator of Adam, which is the father of Adam, mm-hmm. realized that his son need a help I- image. Okay. And so he himself, in his own wisdom, thought it wise okay. that he needs to give that to his son. So, if you want to take it in that context, it means that you we need a help image to help us to reflect Christ better, and that is all that marriage supposed. The woman was brought to the man's life for this purpose for procreation. Is it not true? Oh, it is part. It is not. See, after Adam has done all that he's supposed to do name all the the, the livestock and everything. The procreation bit of it was a blessing that his father yeah. was giving to them. Okay. Uh-huh. So you see, every father blesses his children. Okay. So in God blessing his son, Adam, he gave him the right to proclaim on this earth. And for me, that is that aspect of it that marriage also adds to our life. So Elder Sante, with a bachelor having the mentality of marrying to raise children is it wrong if that is the entire mentality I'd say the person has missed the point you know friend when Adam was created he didn't lack for food he didn't lack for work he didn't lack in fact even if you want to go spiritually he had access to talk to God himself yet despite all these God said it is still not good for the man to be alone. And so if we are walking in the image of Christ, right, he says that, so in his image, he created him. 
male and female created he them. So to fully express the image of God, God made a helpmate. So if your intention is solely about procreation, what happens when, like Abraham, you are 75 and there are no children? What happens to that marriage? <laughs> and so the purpose of God, procreation is an additional blessing. But as Ben said, it is more importantly forming a team, a partnership for salvation. Thank you, Elder. Elder Ben, I'll come to you. Because we have some men who are married. <laughs> but their mentality is wrong. Because they got married purposely for the woman to come and serve as servant. Our bachelors, or the single men who are preparing for marriage, what are the ways they need to follow to develop the right mindset towards marriage? Okay, the right mindset towards marriage. I'll, I'll take you again to Genesis where it all began. Okay. And, you know, um, sometimes when you are contemplating, you know, ma- marriage, you tend to look at the other person. Okay. I want my wife to be to be like this, to be a woman. But is it wrong, Elder? No, there's nothing wrong with okay. that. There's, there's, no, there's it's nothing wrong, wrong with okay. that. But the focus is on that person. But the most important thing is to focus on yourself, to be a better person for the one to come. Okay. So a man contemplating marriage first should be in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. In the Garden of Eden, God, in the, God said he took Adam, then brought Adam to the garden. Yeah made in the garden and then the next thing was that God gave him so in the presence of God means spiritually the man should have connection with God before he should contemplate of marriage thank you Elder Elder you take developing the right mindset for marriage yes I think Elder made for the foundational point is what Elder had made mention and to add more at least is it once you make Christ the foundation you develop the love of Christ and for the love of Christ, it does not look at the sin of others. But he takes the sin of others as an opportunity for him to correct himself. Okay. Uh, so once you do that, it means that you are always going to have a happy home. Okay. Thank you, Elder. Let me come to you with this question, Elder. There's a question about making yourself right for marriage. You see, we, are, we have some men. Who are of age to get married but these men that I'm talking about they are living with their family members and their needs are being provided by their parents and we have men who are of age but they are lazy even those men when you meet them and you ask about one year plan of their own life they don't have it so such people in what ways in your own opinion can they make themselves right for marriage? So I think we'll go back for this to the Garden of Eden. And Ben started off by saying that if you're going to spend time praying or looking for the right woman, my bachelor friend, pray for God to make you the right man first. Because until you are the right man, the right partner will still not enrich your life. The second thing is that God put him in the garden Gave him work to do. Okay. There was a tree of, I mean, there were trees to provide food in the garden. Yeah. So the part of the role of the husband, the man, is to be the primary provider for the family. Okay. And so there must be something that you have to offer leadership to the family. Again, there was the tree of the knowledge 
of good and evil choice okay. also in the garden yeah. before the woman was brought in yeah. and so the spiritual preparation is the most important okay. it is not about age but maturity and having said yeah, that there are some people who believe that age goes with maturity not necessarily not at all mm-hmm. not necessarily because you can have somebody <laughs> you made an example of somebody who has advanced in years spent on yeah. the earth but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, even in terms of materially, is not ready okay. to support himself, much less others. Okay. And so, the spiritual preparation is the most important. Okay. But know that marriage is a lifelong union okay. where you are the leader and primary provider. You mentioned that somebody doesn't have a year plan for his own life. Yeah. How does such a person manage a family? And so marriage is not just about securing respect, securing a partner, but it is also about responsibility. Okay. And I'd say that it ought to be seen as a divine responsibility. Okay. Don't get married because friends pushed you or people thought you were delaying, but because you see that as a divine mandate from God. As a divine mandate, mandate yeah. from God. So Elder, your take on the question, making yeah. yourself right for marriage. Yeah, so I think we've... we've um, um, chronicle certain things that should happen, should be in the presence of God spiritually, should be okay um, he was working, he said God gave him, God asked him to till the ground okay, and to yeah. work in it in the garden, yeah. so the man was working before a woman came so so, um, um, so you need to have job, you need to be a provider, you need to be a teacher that you, need, you need to have all those things, you need to be a teacher in your home, you need to teach your, your family um, about life and about God um, 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 specifically, you need to be the, the the sustainer. You need to, in fact, you you need to be the priest at your home. Mm-hmm. You need to be everything. You know so that, you the husband. Yes, you need to. You need to. Otherwise, you make the mistake of not having a good balanced home. Okay, then, Elder, let me come to you. How can a complete woman complete? the right man. Because this is the issue. We have some men, you have been taught that no one can make you happy except yourself. And this philosophy is working. So, with a man having this mentality that no one can make me happy except myself, such a person, how can he be complimented or be completed by the woman who also thinks that I am right and I get whatever I want? Thank you very much, uh, dear listener. I think this is a very important part of our discussion um, because that has been the the theme of many uh, marriages in our world. But the reality is this. If we say complete, yeah. no man in this world can be complete without Christ. So if a person is complete, then it means that a person has Christ as the head of of his life. And once you submit your word to Christ and Christ become the head of your life, this time being complete is under the direction of Christ. And when Christ says that this is not good, you will not do it. Then so let me chip in. Okay. What was the purpose of God creating the woman? No, see, I think we have established it earlier on. Because you made mention that no man can be complete except having Christ. Yes. So what was the purpose of God creating the woman? The purpose was the woman was God said I will make you a help mate. And the woman was coming to complete the man. Yes. So it means that completion over there meaning that's very very important. Mm-hmm. Meaning that man's journey to heaven. Yeah. 
man needed someone who will always hold his uh, his hand okay. throughout the journey to heaven when the man is down. So in the, so doing, God in His wisdom realizing that if man is down at any point in time, who will be the one who will do that? And so I mean, the woman was created to support the man. Yes. So can someone also argue from this angle? That even having Christ doesn't mean you are complete. You need a woman to support you to heaven. No, you see, for for you to for you to get to heaven, for you to get to heaven, the first principle is this, which I want to bring out is this: once you do not have Christ, no matter how perfect lady that you have okay. or perfect woman that you have, okay. the honest truth is that you will not have a complete marriage. Okay. So you need first of all to have Christ mm-hmm. so that you have the woman coming to add up to have a complete marriage. And that is the point that I just want to bring it up. Okay, Elder, you'll take on. No, let me come to you, Elder. Yeah, um, so um, woman was created to be a helpmate. Yeah. In God's own wisdom, he knows the reason why. Yeah. Now, Elder's point is that be in tune with God. Have a relationship with Christ before you bring someone else to join you. Otherwise, you don't even know where you are going. So I told I tell I tell young ladies who get close to me that if you meet someone and the person asks your hand in marriage, ask him where he is going. Where the person is where going. the person is going. Okay. Otherwise, he, if the person is lost, it means you join the bus and also so get lost. When the person lost. tells you I want to become a fabulously rich person in the world, what will you do? You establish the values and no, no, I don't want to be there. Okay. Yeah. So if you know a man who is on his journey to heaven. Then join him. join him. Thank you, my panelist. Listener, unfortunately, time is not on our side. So with this, our discussion will bring it to an end. I had discussions with my elders. Abena Uswasante, family physician. Ajenim Boatin. Samuel Alexander. I am your host, Kufia Sante. Until we meet you next week, God richly bless you. We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number plus 233-5015-61849 plus 233-5015-61849. You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com you can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. Jesus gives a victory. Yes, Jesus gives a victory. He gives a victory. He gives a victory. The victory is mine, and it could be yours. He gives a victory. He gives a victory. The victory is mine, and it could be yours. Lifetimes are not that easy, so look on up to Jesus, for He. Only one and say
become what we We wrestle not against the flesh and blood against principalities With Christ we have assurance of victory like to hear from you so call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine you can also email us at the address adventist world radio gh at gmail.com adventist world radio gh at gmail.com you can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Bell. May God bless you. AWR Ghana. Oh, oh, oh.